It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. The Philadelphia Eagles are in the Super Bowl. Just let that sink in. Let bask, marinate in that for a minute here. Uh, joining us as he does each, and we will get another appearance out of Elliot coming up in two weeks, but he joins us each and every post-game show. Go Birds, Go Birds podcast, 94WIP.com. Elliot Shore Parks. Elliot, what's up, my man? Oh, nothing much, you know, just another uh-huh. day. <laughs> Elliot, we were talking about this during the break, John Knight. What a goofy first quarter. Think about some yeah. of the things that happen. You know, Purdy gets hurt. Uh, you have the the non-review on the great catch by Devontae Smith. You have the punt that hits a wire, which no one had a clean look at to be able to review. I mean, there was a lot happening to start out this game. Yeah, it was a really weird start. But not only that, it was a weird feeling down at the stadium. I don't know if it came across on the broadcast, but when it was 7-7 seven to seven and you know the offense wasn't clicking that well, it was really tense, I thought, and quiet in mm. the stadium. There was a real feeling of, man, the Eagles should be up way more. And what I really think was the turning point in this game and a real good example of why he should have been a finalist for Coach of the Year was that decision to go for it on fourth and one. I thought it, it was an aggressive call. I thought it was a risky call. But I thought it was the right one, and I thought it gave him momentum. So you're right, it was a weird start, but that call, I thought, really, uh, you know, it's just why they won the game. Elliot, how well did Jalen Hurts play today? I thought he played really smart football. Um, you know, I, I thought, look, the pass to A.J. Brown that he missed uh, was a bad miss. And when it, when it was 7-7, seven to seven, I think it was really amplified what a bad miss that was. Because if he hits that, uh, you know, maybe this thing gets put – it's put away uh, earlier, but but ultimately they were you know they had 21 points in the first half on a defense that you know many think is the best in the league, and I thought really throughout the game, but especially in the second half, you know there was a calmness about it because they know because fans know the Eagles have a quarterback that isn't going to make a, a dumb mistake or a dumb play. Yeah. So I, I think his his skill of holding onto the ball and being smart with it was really why they won the game, but but also a reason why I think there was a lot of calmness they wouldn't blow it. Was he getting up slowly in the second half, or is that my like worst-case scenario fear, mm-hmm. like being real? <laughs> paranoia. Bad. Yeah, paranoia. I, I, being... did think, I did think there was one play where he got up slow, but, but outside of that, you know, the miss pass A.J. Brown, but outside of that, I, I thought he, he looked and, and played fine. So at this point, you know, it is what it is it, health-wise, and – 
in two weeks. He'll yeah. have another two weeks to prepare and rest, but I think he's good to go. Elliot, Hassan Reddick, I mean, this is going to go down, and I'm sure there are, there are people that would debate this, uh, John Runyon, Ricky Waters, but I know it's only the first year, but the impact, I, I don't know they've ever had an impact free agent that's done it in the first year the way that Reddick has. I mean, once again today, from the shoot, wreaking absolute havoc on the 49ers. Yeah, I mean, A.J. Brown, you know, I think kind of took the crown early of the best offseason acquisition. But now that the season's over, I think Reddick was. Uh, You can make the argument he's one of the best acquisitions in the entire NFL in terms of what he was able to come in and do and how he was able to make an impact. You know, there's so much talk about Micah Parsons and uh, Joey Bosa. What Reddick does that I think really stands out is when he gets to the quarterback, he makes impact plays. Right. He gets after the ball. He strips it. He recovers it. You know, that, I feel like I've said it four times already on why they won the game. But one of the big reasons they won the game is because Reddick went in and he got that ball away from Purdy. Not only did he strip the ball away, but he, you know, he knocked Purdy out of the game. So uh, Reddick has the numbers to back up that he's having an elite year, but there's so many moments you think of on how he changed games for this team. He's been a, a massive impact, you know, elite edge rusher. For the the numbers are incredible, and I think they he outdoes uh, Micah Parsons numbers wise this season. What does it say though, Elliot, about the fact that both of his sacks today were against tight ends? The the one of the sharpest Sorry, you broke up offensive. Did you say what does it say about the fact they came against tight ends? Yeah, the the fact that Kyle Shanahan, a very smart yeah. offensive coach, decided to try to block Hassan Reddick with tight ends on the two plays he got sacks on. Yeah, I mean, look, I guess it speaks to the fact that he still probably isn't getting the respect he deserves. Absolutely. I remember when, when I remember when they signed him and he only got thirty five million dollars. I said to myself. How is a player of his age and his position with his resume only getting this money? So, you know, he, obviously we just talked about how good he's been this year, and clearly he deserves all the, you know, awards and, you know, accolades for what he's done this year. But you're right. There's something about his game that people just won't list him as an elite edge rusher, but they're yeah. making a mistake because he absolutely is. Hey, Elliot, let, let's talk about Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman. Uh, th- this is yeah. the second time they have hired a coach consecutively, and he's taken them to a Super Bowl in their second year, where if you look yeah. back to the previous two seasons in both of those instances, it, it looked like the Eagles were, were about to go into the abyss. Uh, what does that say about their ability to judge guys that they're bringing in? Yeah, not just judge guys, but willing to take risks on guys, right? If you think about the head coaches Jeffrey Lurie ha- has hired, Andy Reid, you know, it was way back when, but he was not viewed as like a traditional head coach candidate. Uh, Doug Peterson, it was kind of viewed as you know, let's be honest, embarrassing at the time that they had to hire him. Nick Sirianni, people made fun of that hire, too. And so I do think when when he's been at these key moments, he's been willing to take risks. You know, he I think he's a good judgment of head coaches, good judgment of people. And you see that in the organization, too. I mean, they're just a really, really, really well-run franchise. And his ability to hire these guys speaks to just, you know, what a great owner he is. So massive day for our running attack which back does this coaching staff believe in the most? It's a great question. I mean, you know, in the playoffs, Kenny's gotten it quite a bit, and he's yeah. been awesome. I think ultimately, you know, I don't want to say all of them because I do think, you know, they seem to prefer in big, big spots. They do give it to Kenny quite a bit, but they give it to Miles too. I mean, I really think that ultimately they view all these running backs kind of the same and they're they're willing to put them all in different spots but look Kenny Gainwell if you remember back at the trade deadline we were all talking about what's the position they needed to trade for and it was yeah. backup running back and he's uh, he's been amazing in this postseason I mean the play he made today where he had three straight plays one was on like second and long 
and he goes and he turns it into a third and short, that's mm-hmm. an underrated play. It mm-hmm. puts them into a third manageable spot. He then converts the third down. And on that second down, he got Yak a- after the catch to do it. So he had a ton of really little moments today that, that added up to being a big impact on the game. All right, um, what time are you heading out to Market Street or, or Broad Street? Are you, are you, as soon as you get done with us? <laughs> well, look, the, the, the grind is never stopping now. I'm actually pulling into the studio now. I'll be in there recording to Go-Bird's post-game pod. Wow. There you go. Nelson, is nice that James? Out. James is getting loose in the car? All right. <laughs> He is telling in the car, yeah. So he, he's excited. Yeah, it's going to be a fun few weeks. Very excited for it. Elliot, did you see Landon Dickerson after the game? And if so, how hurt does he seem? I did see him after the game. Um, he did not seem very hurt. He seemed pretty celebratory. Uh, you know, we'll see how he feels tomorrow. I will say with Landon, it seems like every game he comes out, you know, for, for a player too. So my guess is, mm-hmm. look, two weeks uh, is, is a long time to, uh, to to heal up. So my guess is he'll be okay. All right, Elliot, we're looking forward to talking to you in two weeks, man. Two weeks from now, yeah. you will be in Glendale, Arizona, and we will be talking to you hopefully after an Eagles win. But we appreciate it, man. We're looking forward to the next Go, per- Go Birds podcast, which you guys will be recording tonight. And keep up the good work, man. Thank you. Yep, can't wait. Talk to you guys soon. All right, All right you got so it. Yeah. Elliot Shore Park.